We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. And stand by. And we're back. Because it's a gimmick on this show. That every single day, the moment we start, something has to go wrong. But I think we're good to go now. Lots of stuff to talk about here today on the show. Last night was Survivor Series. And what did you think of the show? It's interesting. I thought the show was fun. I thought there were some highs. I thought there were some lows. But overall, I thought it was a decent show. And we did a show last night with Vinny. I did a show with Dave Meltzer. We reviewed the show. I woke up this morning and I was flabbergasted at the number of people that just could not figure out what we liked about the show. Seemed a lot of people really did not like Survivor Series. I'm not sure why. I can understand, for example, in the men's match, it seemed like every single elimination they did was designed to make people angry. But at the end of the day, there was a goal to that Survivor Series match, and the goal was to get over Keith Lee as a huge star and even though he did the job to Roman Reigns in the end, I don't think there was one person watching that match when it was over that didn't think that Keith Lee was a huge brand new star in WWE. Now, where they go from here, I have absolutely no idea. But that match was a lot of fun. We had the Adam Cole-Pete Dunn match, which I thought was excellent. I didn't like the Daniel Bryan Fiend match, but a lot of people thought that it was, and I guess this is low praise, but... They thought that it was the best Fiend match since he took on this gimmick, and maybe it was. And, of course, we had Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio. Some people didn't like that match. I loved that match. So what were your thoughts on the Survivor Series last night? You can text us here today, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. We can talk about Survivor Series. We have got an upcoming special event over Royal Rumble weekend. It is not a takeover. But it is an NXT show. It is NXT versus NXT. Worlds collide. NXT US versus NXT UK. We've got Kylie Ray talking about why she left AEW. We've got Corey Graves, Mar Ranallo, and so much more. And we'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Stop 
by O'Reilly Auto Parts for our See Better Drive Safer sale going on right now. Get great deals on everything from wiper blades to headlight bulbs. Plus, save on your next oil change with five quarts of O'Reilly Full Synthetic Motor Oil and MicroGuard Filter, just $25.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Decking the halls with custom cards and invitations. Staples makes connecting with clients and loved ones easy with hundreds of holiday templates you can customize and call your own. And right now, get 20% off select custom cards and invitations. Some can even be printed same day. So deck the halls faster and for less this year at Staples, where there's a whole lot in store this holiday. Ends 1228.19, limit one. Visit staples.com slash holiday cards or store for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. This person here says, I was at the show last night. It was definitely a lot of fun to be there. Adam Cole is a superstar. The men's and women's five-on-five-on-five matches were fun. I hate the red light. Brock Ray was a lot of fun, but the main event was very underwhelming. In the main event last night, it was the women's three-way. Shayna Baszler beat Becky Lynch and Bailey in the Champions Triple Threat match. And in hindsight, I have no idea why they chose that match to go on last. I guess because they'd put it front and center in the advertising. But it wasn't going to be the best match, and it wasn't. 
it wasn't a championship match, and there were championship matches on the show. You can't even argue that the Brock Lesnar match, the heel went over because the heel went over in the main event. There was no angle afterwards. I have literally no idea except I guess they're into Shayna Baszler and she's going to have a big 2020. And so they wanted to get her out there front and center. But, I mean, you could have done that anywhere on the show. I mean, the two stories for the show really were, well, there were a lot of stories of the show. Mauro Ronaldo is one of them. We could talk about that in a little while. But this was a show in Chicago. Coming off a SmackDown show and a TakeOver show in Chicago. And mere days after CM Punk debuted on WWE Backstage, there were virtually no CM Punk chants on this show. Which, I guess maybe the only explanation that I can come up with is that fans used the CM Punk chant to voice their displeasure because they knew that WWE didn't like CM Punk. And now that he's back with WWE backstage, maybe they think that's not going to get into WWE skin. I don't know. But I expected a lot of CM Punk chants last night. And there were moments during the show where the crowd was absolutely dead. There were moments during the main event where the fans were chanting boring. Yet there were virtually no CM Punk chants on the entire show. I don't know what to make of it, but that happened. Mike, what did you think of this show? Well, just to your point on that, I think if you look at it as the ultimate insult, what were they given on Saturday and Sunday that was the ultimate uh, insult? Even if they chanted a little bit of boring during the main event, hey, you know, look what you got the rest of the card. It was a really, really fun card. And last night I kind of asked the question myself, like, wonder why this is closing, you know? And it really comes down to what else was it going to be? I guess you could make a case for Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio, but this with Becky Lynch in the match with – Shayna Baszler, you want to get her over as a, a threat to a, a new audience that maybe doesn't know who she is. And basically just to go ahead and ice the cake for NXT and that brand coming out of this thing walking tall. I mean, you you clearly did that. So maybe that was the reason why. Now, up and down it, I mean, I, I'm looking at last night's show. It was fun on its own, but I take it in totality of the weekend. And bottom line for me, coming out of all of this, what matters the most is Rhea Ripley, Adam Cole, and Keith Lee. Not real surprises at all, but you look at them and you imagine them on the main roster. You try to avoid thinking about Vince McMahon doing anything with them, except maybe in the case of Keith Lee for a little bit. But you think about all the positives and all the the good things that could happen, and you really are kind of like fired up because between that crowd, even though they were rough at points on Sunday night, between that crowd, how these guys were presented, how everything came across – it was pretty much aces for those people. Well, this person here says, why did WWE even have to address the Morrow situation at all? Well, if you didn't hear, if you didn't hear yesterday's show, Corey Graves made a comment about Mauro Ronaldo on Twitter. He basically said that he talked too much, and we didn't get enough input from Nigel McGuinness and Beth Phoenix. And Morrow ended up, Morrow and Frank Shamrock went to the building on Sunday, and then they went home. Morrow was supposed to be on the show, but he went home. And I don't know what else you want me to say about this story. I know that Corey Graves is very upset with Dave, of all people, on Twitter. You uninformed, false narrative-pushing liar. My phone works. You're a journalist, right? You can find my number. Which is ironic, because he couldn't find Morrow's number. Instead, he had to go public on Twitter. 
On a weekend where Maranello himself had noted that he was expecting problems going into the weekend with his bipolar disorder. And Corey Graves still has not taken down that tweet. Corey Graves, that's all I can say about it right now. I, I guess I guess we'll find out what happens over the next couple of days. But WWE did claim on the show that the reason that Morrow was not there was because he was so emotional on Saturday night that he blew his voice out and that he would be back on Wednesday. He blew out his voice. Now, what I can tell you is Triple H had said that he expected Morrow to be on the show on Sunday. Morrow was not on the show on Sunday. Now, I hope Morrow is there on Wednesday, but I can tell you as of today that I don't know if Morrow is going to be there on Wednesday. Why Corey is doubling down on this, I have absolutely no idea, but that's what he's doing. So like that's the, the story. I mean, that that apology of just or why they mentioned it on the air and how they mentioned it of like, you know, it, it was emotional. He was emotional and he blew his voice out. It's like, you know, is that trolling? Is is that an actual explanation? Does that, you know, just have Triple H since he said he was going to be there issue a press release, you know, that doesn't have to be right on the air like you know, real companies and sports organizations do where you don't say anything at all about it. You just issue something. Morrow won't be there tonight. That's that. And let it go. We we previously announced he did. He won't be. You know, I don't think you have to announce that to the crowd out there when you have 75 other announcers and you have so much other ridiculous stuff going on. I think you could get, have gotten a pass with this one and not mentioned it whatsoever. We'll see if he's there on Wednesday. You know, we'll have to see what takes place. And to your point about phone numbers, um, you know, I consider myself a, a friend of Morrow, and I don't know Corey Graves. I do like him as an announcer. I know you do not, but I do know that we had his brother on, if I'm not mistaken, right, after he uh, was on at least one time on this show, if not twice, talking about his time down in Mexico. So it's very easy to reach out to, to us, too, at least to, to try to get through that way. So we're, we're here and available for you. This person here says, take the mental health aspect completely out of it. Where is it acceptable to put your colleague publicly on blast via Twitter? In what company is that considered professional behavior? Hey, think about this. Triple H did a conference call on Thursday and made basically the same comment. Why don't you guys come talk to us instead of going public on Twitter? And two days later, instead of going to Mauro Ranallo, Corey Graves had to make a statement on Twitter. And here's the thing. I don't know what he's mad about, but the reality of the situation is this. That tweet, there are two excuses that he can give for that tweet, okay? Excuse number one is he's a total prick. Excuse number two is I didn't think that it was going to set Morrow off, in which case he's an idiot. So he can take his pick. If he's upset that we called him a prick because his excuse is he's an idiot, okay. If he's upset that people are calling him an idiot, but his excuse is that he's a prick, okay. If I called you a prick, but the actual issue is that you're an idiot, I publicly apologize for calling you a prick when you're actually an idiot. But there is no other, there is literally, there is no other excuse for those tweets. Right? No. no. Look, sometimes you got to rattle a cage, sometimes you, you send shots at people to wake him up or whatever but like Corey graves to send a shot at moral ranello whether it was to try to endorse beth phoenix and nigel mcginnis or not was all bad for him and he knew it was with a guy that 
you know, come on. It, it, to me, it was just a cheap shot that you knew was not going to end well. And just take the L for it. I wish he would just do that and move on from it. It was a cheap shot against a a fellow broadcaster on his own team that didn't need to take place. There's a lot of people, if you want to take shots at in that company, there was no need to take a shot at Morrow right there. This person says, didn't we all think the Roddy-AJ Shinsuke match was going to be match of the night, but Pete Dunne and Adam Cole simply stole the show. Cole is no doubt one of the MVPs of 2019. Cole and Pete Dunne are both incredible. And my take on that match is that Pete Dunne and Adam Cole both got to go out there and do an NXT-style match. And Roderick Strong, AJ, and Shinsuke, two of those three are main roster WWE guys who have been doing main roster WWE matches. And as a result, and I don't even think this is arguable, they had the most cookie-cutter three-way you've ever seen. Every single solitary WWE three-way spot was in that match, including one guy hitting his finish, but the other guy stole the pin. That's why I think the Pete Dunne-Adam Cole match was better. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, 
Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Semper, VB, also WrestlingObserver.com. So, I want to make sure we get this in here. Kylie Ray on her Instagram tweeted the following I don't know how to start this, and I can't speak on others' behalves. I can only speak for myself and what is in my heart. I don't know many rumors, and honestly, I try to stay away from everything, obviously, but here, nobody made me leave. AEW took my career to new levels. I am beyond grateful for every opportunity and experience that has come along the way and wish nothing but the best. It's a great group of people who truly love wrestling and just want everyone to succeed. I've always tried to be a good person, but I make many mistakes along the way. I needed to get my mind, body, and soul right with God. I wish I had the answers, but the truth is I don't. We all go through obstacles in life. We may want all the answers, but we don't need them. It's God's plan. He has shown me what's truly important in life and to find a blessing in every moment because in the blink of an eye, everything can be gone. So instead of bashing, let's just love one another and appreciate what we have or something like that. LOL, sorry, I'm awkward. Now, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because she said her piece here, and I don't want to use this to preach. I just want to make a very simple comment, and that is that aside from the part about God, Several weeks ago on this show, I told everybody this story. And because it's 2019, I guess, and because there's this very anti-AEW thing out there from a lot of people, nobody wanted that to be the answer. And so for weeks afterwards, people were just, they were on me, they were on Dave, quite frankly, they were on Kylie. And at the end of the day... It is exactly what I said it was that nobody wanted to hear. So all I want to say here is, can we learn something from this as we move forward? I know what the answer is already, but i just like to politely ask that maybe we learn something from this. That's my speech. There's a lot of people that speculated things openly and said things that should feel very bad about themselves. So hopefully they do learn something from this, although... I think I know the answer as well. This person here says, I know Vince now loves Keith Lee, but what about Walter? He is also a big guy. Why did he squash him under three minutes until last night? Walter was booked brilliantly and was not pinned in the company at all. Well, where to begin? First off, (laughs) I mean, listen, everybody knows what happens when Vince gets his hands on anybody from NXT. That's that's most of the story here, okay? Yes, Walter was booked brilliantly when he was in NXT UK, which Vince McMahon had no hand in. Walter has now been on the main roster two times. One of them was on a Raw overseas, where granted he didn't get beaten, but in the Imperium debut, they got beaten. And now Walter is here, 
on the Survivor Series pay-per-view, and he's the first guy pinned in three minutes. That's what happens when Vince gets his hands on everything. And we said this months ago. We said this months ago. The moment NXT went to USA, it was no longer NXT as we knew it. And Hunter insisted otherwise. And you know what? Maybe he believed it. But I don't think that he can possibly believe it now. Everything is changing. I don't know. I don't know right now if they're going to continue the open door policy. But come on. They beat AEW on Wednesday. The SmackDown numbers were up with the invasion. The Raw numbers were up with the invasion. Actually, the Raw numbers were just up from an all-time low. But the Survivor Series, there was more interest in Survivor Series because of the invasion. I, I, I see no evidence that Raw is going to kick off tonight and all of that is going to be a thing of the past. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I mean, I can tell you that there were people from SmackDown and NXT booked to be in the city that Raw is in tonight. I don't know if they're going to be on the show, but they were booked to be there after Survivor Series. I know that Triple H said on his conference call, after Survivor Series, everything is back to normal. Hey, maybe it will be. I don't know. But I know Vince. NXT won last night at Survivor Series. None of these things are via coincidence. None of these things are just done for the hell of it. There's a reason for all of it. The booking may not make sense. The booking may be illogical. They do stupid things all the time. But you know what? The stupidest thing that they do. For example, the Kabuki Warriors, Charlotte and Natalia. Natalia tapping out Asuka to lead to Natalia not getting a champion. All of that, no matter how stupid it is, there was a reason for it. You may not like the reason. It may be a stupid reason. But there was a reason for it. So, at the end of the day... Vince got his hands on NXT, guys. You can see the guys that Vince sees something in. Keith Lee. Vince loves Keith Lee. Loves him. He's going to be probably on the main roster sooner rather than later. He likes Matt Riddle enough to give him a flash pin over Randy Orton, but then he immediately got beaten by Baron Corbin. He's also been in a number of different angles where he's just there. He's barely even mentioned. So those of you expecting Matt Riddle to be WWE champion sooner rather than later on the main roster, it ain't going to happen. Clearly, he likes Adam Cole. He gave Adam Cole a win over Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. But he gave Adam Cole a win over another guy who was his size, and he let Adam Cole have a championship match on pay-per-view against a guy his size. When Adam Cole goes up to the main roster and he's in the mix with Giants, I hope you're not expecting that Adam Cole is going to be an inevitable WWE champion because he's probably not going to be. Things are changing. They changed this weekend. I don't know if the change is permanent, but if it is permanent, get ready for Walter doing more jobs and Matt Riddle and and everything that's going to drive you crazy about the NXT guys on the main roster. It's inevitable to happen. Well, Walter's not going to be doing that many more jobs on WWE TV because that would require him being in the States to that's run true. WWE TV. So he ain't, that ain't going to happen. You're going to see Imperium go like that. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons why, too. Look, Walter's one of those guys also, though, that... I know that wasn't the optimum thing that you'd want to see out of that, but that was a lot of – it's still a WWE event, number one and number two. You pop Walter back up out of nowhere, and he beats somebody to death and chops him to death the next time the the mass of people see him. I think everything will go back to zero again. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to remember that he had a flash pin loss to Drew McIntyre if he's killing somebody the next time that everybody sees him. That's one of the you know advantages you have looking like that and being that big. You know, it was always the thing with Sid Vicious. 
Danny Spivey. I mean, lots of you, if you're big enough, you can always have a chance to come back and do something. The same way, if you're talented enough, you have the ability to do that too. And I think Adam Cole has got the ability to thrive on the main roster. What he does need, though, in the land of the Giants, is to me to have a group around him. Now it can't be like you know we we should have learned from Ric Flair. You can't always save your title. You can't always save yourself by having your people come in and beat you up for them. You have to have some credibility there. And I think Adam Cole can have pretty much a great match with everybody. He's a hard worker who is just going to get better from this point forward. And I think, you know, iron sharpens iron on the main roster. As long as he has a little bit of a group around him that can do some of his bidding for him like he does now, I don't think that's that's not going to hamper him. But, you know, we'll have to see what happens and. Again, anything that goes through the filter of Vince McMahon at the end of the day sometimes doesn't come out looking like we'd like it going in. This person says, I don't see anything wrong with the Corey Graves tweet. People are allowed to voice their opinions about other people, co-worker or not. Morrow has a disability, yes, but that doesn't absolve him from receiving criticism even from a co-worker. The real problem is people are too sensitive in today's society. People need to learn not everyone is always going to be nice to you. It is their right to act that way. Instead of getting all riled up into a Twitter mob, just accept that and respect other people have opinions you don't like. Listen, buddy. Listen. What do you do for a job? Let's just say that... Let's say that you work at Safeway. I'm just making this up off the top of my head, okay? Let's say that you work at Safeway, and you have a co-worker who is very into the environment, and you're bagging groceries... And every day you just throw everybody's stuff into a plastic bag and not a paper bag. How do you like this for an analogy, by the way? So you're doing this and it's bothering your coworker. So you're telling me that instead of your coworker coming up to you and saying, you know, maybe you could ask everyone if they want paper or plastic, so maybe we could give away some more paper bags instead of plastic bags. Instead of coming up to you privately and saying that, you go to the office Christmas party, and they hand out Christmas cards to everybody with quotes from everybody at Safeway about, you know, what they thought about the past year or ever, and all of a sudden you read your coworker burying you because all you do is hand out plastic bags. They never approached you. They just made this public for everybody at the Christmas party to read in this card right here. How would you feel about that? Would you say, oh, that's totally fine. I don't mind being buried in the in the company Christmas card by my employee here, who, who could, by the way, have come up and just told me this personally and privately. He had to make this public. In the, that's what we're talking about here. Except this is to for the whole world to see, for the however many, whatever, millions of, of followers at Corey. That's what we're talking about here. Corey Graves has every right to feel that Mauro Ranallo talks too much. If he feels like he talks too much, he should call Mauro, because I'm sure he can find his number, or he could DM Mauro. He could go up to Mauro personally, and he could say, you know what, I'd really like to hear more from Nigel McGuinness. I know you're very passionate and excited about this. And Mauro would have been totally fine with that. But Corey didn't do that. He went online and tweeted about it. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
you. Holiday Inn Express wants to let you in on a little secret. Members can now get up to 25% off at HolidayInExpress.com during our cyber sale. We'll even throw in free breakfast. Just kidding. Breakfast is always included in your stay at Holiday Inn Express. Book now and save at HolidayInExpress.com. Terms apply. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags, always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! There are best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex, where sold head-to-head, so you'll be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty, ultra-strong, with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Also available in heavy-duty black bags. Hefty, hefty, hefty! This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, everybody. <laughs> Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, of Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Rusev with the one-punch knockout on Twitter, by the way, if you want to head up there. Hey, this person here, by the way, makes a very good point. I realize I'm the king of analogies, Mm -hmm. but this person pointed out that I'm actually, I'm not even doing it right. He says, it's if the coworker got on the intercom and told everybody in the store. That is better. Yes. This is if the coworker goes, hey, Bob, on uh, checkout aisle five, the earth would appreciate some, some paper bags. Except the difference is there will only be 100 people here in it and not 100,000 or 500,000. 
flabbergasted. Hey, it's yeah. It, well, again, it just comes down to why did the not shot need to be landed? Why did it need to be thrown and landed on Twitter to somebody that you know sometimes goes through a time? It's just and and to to want to swagger about it. That's cool and all that, but like. You know, you can swagger up tomorrow and probably do some damage on him, but that wouldn't be fair. Now, that Frank guy, well, he he, he obviously has got something to say about it, so I wonder what you told him, if you dared to talk to him. This person here says, Why was NXT booked as the heel brand when they were getting babyface pops all night long? Funny that you should ask that question, everybody, and ironic. Yes. Do you know where the Survivor Series pay-per-view is held? Chicago, Illinois. Do you know what famous WWE superstar who just returned on WWE backstage, do you know where he hails from? Chicago, Illinois. All right. Well, let me tell you something, everyone. The famous CM Punk pipe bomb promo in Vince McMahon's mind, that was a heel promo. In everyone else's mind, it was a babyface promo. Because Vince McMahon thought, Oh my God, this guy coming out and burying me in the company. Fans are going to hate it. He thought it was a heel promo. So the answer is, in Vince McMahon's mind, these NXT superstars invading you, the listeners, beloved Raw and beloved SmackDown, That is a heel move. That's why they were heels. In his mind, he thinks that you have so much love and respect for Raw and SmackDown that these NXT invaders trying to take it all down, clearly you will hate them for that. I'm not making this up. So that's the story on the NXT talent being heels last night. Progressing bosses have never been good with this. He owns it, and he still can't go ahead and do it for God knows what reason. Doesn't make any sense at all. And you remember what the deal was with Punk? Remember, it's like he's got the the belt in the fridge. Is he going to come back with it? You know, he goes to the Comic-Con, all that sort of stuff. It was like, you know, it was in Vince McMahon's mind. It's like, this guy is really going to hold my belt hostage. That's That's what we're playing here. How can anyone be happy about that? except for the fact that everybody was happy about that. But Vincent, his snow globe, you know, they, they, he never really goes outside too much. This person here says, the worst part about the Moro situation is Corey was indirect at throwing a shade, couldn't even be grown enough to put the person's name he was talking about, and it's a childlike way of insulting. Over the Internet, tough guys on Twitter. You know, I actually had people on Twitter trying to explain to me that he wasn't referencing Mauro Ranallo. Oh, come on. I'm like, it's a three-person Jesus. crew. He's referencing a WWE Hall of Famer and a former ROH champion. And you're telling me the person he's referencing is not Mauro Ranallo? He's a bit even be if, if he was not referencing Mauro, he's an even bigger idiot. That's I don't exactly. believe he's that big an idiot. <laughs> Come on, get out of here. Then he's insane and an idiot then. If that then that would be the case. <laughs> oh god. I'm going to try and get away from the Corey Graves here. Uh, Chicago were actually the ones that started the trend of booing over Punk chants. I think they figured out that Punk doesn't actually want to come back, so why chant for them? I was told by somebody who was in the building that in this section, there were three attempts to start CM Punk chants, and all three of them were booed down. Oh, man. Fan-on-fan violence here. 
turn it on you with the wonder what, what what's the next chant then what's going to be the next annoying chant or are we just going to bring back what again please don't do that this person here says if walter has no intention of ever moving to the united states i can see vince not even bothering to find out if he's good or not well that's true i mean if vince knows this guy's never going to be a wwe main roster guy then maybe he should beat him in three minutes. Yeah, I mean, I well, wouldn't have, but come, come have have him come back at Royal Rumble, eliminate a bunch of people, you get a bunch of big men spot in there. Then he goes away, he comes back Mania weekend because you got the stuff with NXT UK. I mean, how much can you really invest in him? How much would you really want him to invest in him? I want him to do better with the people that they have there and just not kill him when he comes back. But again, as long as he is doing what he needs to do in NXT UK, it's just it's fine. I mean, especially with Drew McIntyre too, who. I mean, as we've talked about, he's the magician. He's the guy that, you know, it's almost like he's gotten hurt. You know, most guys have to get hurt to to stay over and not be hurt by being on the main roster. Somehow Drew McIntyre, no matter what he gets dropped in, seems to be kept a little bit safe. He's like John Lovitz on that last episode of Saturday Night Live where Lorne Michaels came back, ended up firing everybody in a shoot skit, basically, and and saved John Lovitz. Like, that seems to be what they do with Drew McIntyre. So the fact that it happened to him, at least it was to him. Maybe they have some evolved background. I can't even remember. But, like, it, at least it was that and not a banana peel, and he eats it from, you know, whoever. This person here says, It was also interesting to see the amount of hate Seth Rollins got. Totally the new Roman Reigns. That's what happens when you book someone like a geek. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on here. And the thing with Seth Rollins is, nowadays, especially with the WWE viewing audience dropping to the level that it's dropped to, back when... Back when there were 11 million people, 10 million people watching Nitro and Raw in the late 90s. Wait, I mean, me, how many? Eh, 10, 10 million people between the two shows, probably. Ugh. But the point is, back when there were 10 million people in the late 90s watching both shows, you could comfortably say that probably 2% of those people had any idea what was going on on the internet. Okay? Now we're down to about 2 million people on average watching Raw. And the internet is bigger than it's ever been. So the reality is it's no longer 2% of people knowing what's going on on the internet. So Seth Rollins has the double issue that he is a total geek on social media. And on top of that, his character is a total geek on television. Did you guys notice something about the Daniel Bryan Fiend match? In the entire buildup, to Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend. Daniel Bryan was never shaking in his boots over Bray Wyatt in a clown mask. It was everybody else surrounding him, and by that I mean The Miz. Miz is the guy that comes up to Bryan and says, Oh my God, if, if you don't take down The Fiend, our, our families, our children, you must take him down for their sake. It wasn't Daniel Bryan saying, If I don't take down Bray Wyatt... My child, I must do it for her. He didn't say anything like that. Miz is the one scared of Bray Wyatt. And Daniel Bryan says, get out of my face. Daniel Bryan goes down to the ring. Daniel Bryan, listen, I didn't think that match was all that great. But Daniel Bryan did a great job. And not for one moment was the Daniel Bryan character petrified because Bray Wyatt put a clown mask on. And you know what? It was the most effective Fiend match so far. So the point of all of this is, Seth Rollins is in there crying in the corner because Bray Wyatt is looking at him in a Halloween mask. Seth Rollins is out there going, 
Uh, the Fiend, Bray White, is like nothing I've ever seen before. I'm like, you feuded with the dude when he was Bray White. You just called him Bray White. What are you talking about? Total geek on television. Total geek on social media. He's getting it from both ends. And now he's the most unlikable guy on the roster. And I'm sure he's going to blame Dave or me or the internet. How about you blame, first off, yourself for your tweeting. And second off, the company for putting you in positions. And third, you not sticking up for yourself and saying, dude, I'm not going to cower in the corner and cry because Bray Wyatt's looking at me in a mask. Think Brock would do that? Are you kidding me? Mm. Daniel Bryan didn't even do it. No, of course not. Why would he? I'm surprised he didn't slap Miz right upside his stupid head for talking that nonsense there. Well, he verbally did. He should have. Should have. There's a diff- difference in generations right there. You know, the Miz comes up. He's what a great employee the Miz is. And, like, in legitimate real life, I mean, what a great employee the Miz is. It really, really is all the fantasy football He's the stuff. greatest employee. He's absolutely. He's fantastic. And he's the guy that grew up, and he's pleasing Triple H. And, you know, he comes from a generation that watched The Rock and Steve Austin. And, you know, the guy's working for Triple H. You know, he came up watching Harley Race and Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes and, and would probably balk if somebody said – go out there and sound like an idiot talking to Daniel Bryan, but we're in a different era. They they sometimes have their things to say and whatever. It is what it is, but that was the best Daniel Bryan match at the end of the day. They were the best Bray Wyatt match I think you could have had uh, it, with The Fiend, under the red lights, all that sort of stuff. It's going to take a Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, somebody like that every single time out, and they killed it with Seth Rollins. It could have been him as well too, but if you're going to have that stupid gimmick and keep it going and you're going to have Bray Wyatt be – you know, unfortunately, as limited as it is, where he just essentially does not sell anything, you know, the person who he's going to be across has got to do everything, and it's not going to be as good from here, depending on who they choose. I don't know who they can take and put in that position, even somebody like a Cesaro who people love. You know, who the hell can work with Bray Wyatt like this, and how long can this actually go on for? And that's always been my concern when it comes to the Wyatt character is how, you know, where can you go with it? What are the legs? And for right now, they got away with it with Daniel Bryan, but they're just, I don't know how they can swing it next. This person here says, Daniel Bryan is such an excellent worker that he finally gave The Fiend a great match. He completely rose above the stupid red lighting gimmick, made the crowd actually invested, which Rollins could not do. Well, after all I just said about Seth Rollins, I will defend him here in the sense that, yes, Daniel Bryan got a better match out of The Fiend, but Daniel Bryan got to do a very different match with The Fiend. Daniel Bryan got to do a traditional pro wrestling match where he made a babyface comeback and he was on the verge of winning, and then he got caught. Seth Rollins had to do a Hell in a Cell match, which consisted of him hitting the Fiend with objects for 15 minutes until it was totally mind-numbing, and then we got a disqualification in a Hell in a Cell. If you reversed the roles, and Seth Rollins got to work the Daniel Bryan match with the Fiend, and Daniel Bryan had to do that exact same Hell in a Cell match with the Fiend, I promise you, you would be saying, Seth Rollins managed to get a good match out of the Fiend, which Daniel Bryan couldn't get. Absolutely. And that's very, very fair. I mean, to, to act like Seth Rollins is all of a sudden some limited professional wrestler or something like that or unathletic. I mean, get out of here. It was just all the psychology of it was wrong. How it just everything about that, even going into it. And then, frankly, when you pile on top of it, all the stuff that has nothing to do with that match or had nothing to do with that match that had to do with Seth Rollins' lingo on interviews, talking online, whatever it may have been, that just obviously didn't help his cause either. Corey sends out a total prick tweet about Morrow. Then he tries to act like he is a victim. What kind of person does this? Well, 
According to Corey, a person who understands how this world works, which apparently we all are not. Administration officials. This person here says, what are your thoughts on people saying NXT won Survivor Series so they can come off as the biggest WWE brand to help them get better ratings against AEW? Well, that's what happened. There's there's no argument here. <laughs> I say, is that a bad thing? That I is mean, exactly what happened. That's what the show was designed for. It should do. Should do that. I mean, now the concern now goes, well, they love 50-50, so beware. This person here says, last Survivor Series began the precedent for the worst year in WWE history. I would like to talk about this. Well, we don't have time. But if it makes you feel better, if you've got a subscription, you can go back to, it was actually about October of last year. It has been the worst year ever in the history of WWE for booking. And it ain't even close. I've watched every single year, and I'm rewatching a lot of them. This Baron takes Corbin's the cake. Baron Corbin's still here. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thank you, Dom, the greatest producer in the history of radio. Big facts. Well, everybody, we're running out of time here, but if you somehow missed Survivor Series, just very quickly, Team NXT defeated Team Raw and Team SmackDown in the 5-on-5-on-5 five 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 women's match. Roderick Strong beat AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. Adam Cole beat Pete Dunne to retain the NXT title. Excellent match. Bray Wyatt beat Daniel Bryan to retain the title. Team SmackDown beat Team Raw and Team NXT. Brock Lesnar defeated Rey Mysterio. And Shayna Baszler defeated Bailey and Becky Lynch. So the final score, mere days after NXT finally beat AEW in viewership numbers. Final score, Raw 1, SmackDown 2, NXT 4. NXT runs roughshod on Survivor Series. And tonight on Raw, the follow-up to all of this. The follow-up, everybody, to all of this takes place tonight on Raw. And we will be talking about this tomorrow on the show. In a few moments, I'm going to be recording a program with Filthy Tom Lawler. We'll talk SmackDown, NWA Power, and more. And then later on tonight, myself and Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Radio. Tomorrow, Observer Live, Brian Vinny Show. So much great stuff for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. 11,000 shows in the archives. Thousands of observers, figure fours, and so much more. Nope, trust me, there's no better time to sign up than right now. I've said that a million times, but it just keeps getting better. So check it out, WrestlingObserver.com. We are out of time. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.